G'day, it's Phil Edwards, Vision CEO here, with a quick invitation to become part of this amazing beacon of hope called Vision. Together we can put our love into action to help people of all kinds build or rebuild their lives on the truth of God. Please consider the part you can play during our upcoming Visionathon appeal, remembering that it's your support that makes Vision possible, including this podcast. A biblical perspective on life, culture and current events. This is 2020 on Vision. We might appreciate that in the first century, when Jesus gathered his disciples, they travelled from place to place on foot. You might even say they did a lot of hiking or a lot of bushwalking together. Well, some people go on pilgrimages so they can walk where Jesus walked. One ministry initiative in New South Wales is looking to capture some of the intimacy and relationship building that can come with a bushwalk. Alan Thompson leads Reliance Leadership, a marketplace kingdom building business, to coach individuals and business people on identity, character and wisdom. He invites leaders on a bushwalk asking questions about reaching their potential at the beginning of a coaching program. Alan is a pastor, a business owner and strategic facilitator. He also founded Key of David Ministries and also works with Christian schools and independent schools to equip young people in leadership. Let me say a special welcome to 2020 to you, Alan. Welcome along. Oh, thank you uh, very much, Neil, and uh, it's uh, it's great to be uh, a part of this. Um, I, I, I've been looking forward to it ever since you invited me, so I just want to thank you for that. Alan, let's talk bushwalking. There'll be a lot of listeners who are a bit of a fan of this, and uh, we often don't think about leadership and coaching in terms of bushwalking, but this is something that's come across your path, and you're obviously an avid bushwalker. Give us an insight here into the concept of bushwalking and business coaching. Yes, uh, thank you, Neil, uh, uh, for that introduction. And uh, uh, what uh, uh, my wife and I uh, go bushwalking every uh, every Saturday, and uh, we uh, celebrate the Shabbat uh, on a Friday, and we use that Saturday as a day of rest. And uh, I highly, I highly recommend that uh, all business people have a day of rest for family and um, and uh, away from their business and uh, and and getting uh, getting that time but what we use it for uh, predominantly is to um, uh, really hear uh, the voice of God because uh, uh, ever since uh, the pandemic uh, I, I've, I've realized uh, how important it is to uh, focus and um, and be uh, listening to uh, what the Lord is actually saying to us, and um, and uh, so we we go on uh, bushwalking. Uh, we do it all around Sydney, uh, uh, usually two to three hours. We did one last week, uh, four and a half hours, and uh, and uh, we we ask uh, the Lord, you know, what are you saying? What should we know? What is on your heart that we should know? And um, and uh, from that uh, we. Uh, uh, have established a, a concept uh, in uh, bushwalk uh, coaching where where we take uh, five business leaders and um, uh, take them on a, a, a bushwalk, usually about an hour and a half, 
uh, and uh, we uh, we look at uh, the seven keys of uh, uh, of uh, uh, of of this uh, of of this wisdom that we 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 know that we need wisdom in business to lead in these times ahead. So we, we we're looking at seven keys, which is identity, uh, fathering and sonship, uh, commitment, courage, uh, investing in your staff turning your investment to get a good return and then growth uh, for your business and um, and we look at uh, uh, asking questions now coaching is not teaching it's not mentoring it's not um, counseling but coaching uh, is uh, reaching toward the potential uh, of these people and uh, and uh, bringing that potential to a place where they can see uh, for themselves what uh, what they really have uh, each uh, each business owner has a, a skill uh, an ability and even a talent but um, uh, we uh, we see uh, the potential as something that uh, God himself has placed there and uh, and it, and it's a st uh, it's a fact that uh, not all uh, people uh, in this world reach their potential well, we might come back and talk some more about potential, but uh, come back to Jesus and bushwalking for a few moments here because, as I mentioned in the introduction, in the first century there were no trains and planes and automobiles. Uh, they were all on foot. And so on Jesus' journeys, uh, accompanied by the disciples, there they were uh, taking time to talk and to process the challenges that were ahead. How much do you reflect on Jesus and the bushwalk? And is, I mean, you know, you've, you've discovered that bushwalking is a good thing, but is there something that you connect there with Jesus on foot with his disciples? Oh, absolutely. Uh, you've, uh, you've really hit the, uh, the nail on the head there, Neil, about, uh, about how I see this whole concept of bushwalk coaching. And, uh, and uh, as you know, uh, uh, Jesus had uh, 12 disciples and uh, uh, he, he uh, basically walked with them, ate with them, slept with them. And, um, and he spent uh, a, a time of three and a half years with them uh, until they uh, uh, found the, uh, the Holy Spirit in the day of Pentecost. But, but um, I, I, I see it as a, a, a time of interaction. Uh, it's, it's a time of uh, imparting. Uh, it's a time of, um, of uh, uh, growing in, in a sense of uh, unity uh, even and and I know that a lot of business uh, owners don't really want to share too much uh, about their business, but we look at uh, getting uh, business people from different uh, uh, industries and uh, wanting to uh, uh, to do that. Now I I, I believe uh, this is something for uh, Christian business to uh, to grab a hold of and to uh, explore. Uh, we can certainly. Um, uh, help you there, uh, but uh, th these these this is a type of discipleship. So uh, uh, the discipleship occurs uh, with Christian business people first, and then uh, perhaps they can uh, use that uh, in secular business to uh, uh, raise up relationship and uh, and also uh, um, uh, a, a sense of. Um, 
a sense of purpose uh, and and so on because uh, uh, I, I just want to uh, uh, extend uh, a scripture uh, that uh, uh, that we use uh, a lot is Genesis 2.15 where uh, uh, this is the first economy ever mentioned in the Bible and it's about G uh, God himself putting Adam in the garden to tend and keep uh, and that word tend is is service uh, is serving others under service in an act of worship uh, to the Lord and uh, and also uh, uh, the the keeping part is the watchman it, it, it is watching over this so we so we, we talk about things like that in in business and how how that affects uh, our, our business and how uh, we can do that but but uh, uh, that's that's really uh, where I um, got the idea because I, well, I I got the idea then I related it to uh, uh, to what Jesus was doing with his disciples. Isn't it interesting when you're reflecting back to Genesis? Uh, because in my introduction, I was talking about Jesus walking with his disciples, but uh, you're reflecting right back to Adam and Eve walking with God in the garden in the cool of the day. And uh, when we talk about, you know, the thoughts that you mentioned there, tending and keeping, uh, being in service and uh, being a watchman over the creation, those sorts of things. You know, I'm sure that somehow, rather, if you're leading a business, you don't always think of that spirituality. But you're you're clearly bringing those sorts of things to light when you actually are doing a coaching session. Uh, absolutely, Neil, and uh, this has uh, led me to uh, uh, the words "kingdom economy," which uh, uh, which I believe is. Uh, uh, a sense that God really wants to um, uh, develop uh, uh, somewhere uh, now uh, for the end times, and uh, and I, I I believe that we would all agree that we are in the end times, and uh, maybe at the end of the end times. But um, uh, I look at uh, economy being the wealth and resources of a community, especially in terms of production and consumption of goods and services. I mean, that's the, um, the, uh, the, the secular meaning of an economy, but if we can relate it to, to uh, how uh, uh, all this relates to business and how, um, you know, we, we need to, uh, to adopt these uh, uh, principles of uh, tending and keeping uh, the garden, uh, in a sense, and um, and uh, you know, uh, there's uh, much uh, competition out there, and uh, also uh, jealousies and envy uh, of other businesses. But we want to break down the barriers and uh, and 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 teach uh, and uh, lead uh, king uh, kingdom business people to a to a point where they. They uh, are confident to uh, to network with other uh, kingdom business people and uh, bring about um, a uh, a purpose that God wants to uh, to reveal uh, uh, in these end times. Um, so uh, so we uh, we see this uh, principle as as being uh, very uh, very astute. Uh, I also. Uh, uh, I believe that um, uh, character 
uh, is uh, part of that. And I've, I'd, I'd like to, if I can, go into uh, those seven keys. Well, what if we, uh, what if we come back to those seven keys? Um, because I'm still interested in just talking through uh, the bushwalking, and we'll get to some of those. Uh, but yeah. you take things even deeper on uh, one of your websites, uh, where I picked up some more imagery. And it's one thing to think about hiking and bushwalking, but you also take things a little deeper too uh, to the thought that uh, you might be uh, going through a jungle, going through a jungle searching for a hidden treasure. Uh, And, of course, a jungle is filled with dangerous beasts and harsh conditions uh, that could hinder you on the journey and uh, potentially end it all together. So when we talk about the bushwalk, I mean, we can talk about the very nice, easy bushwalk that you're doing on a Saturday with your wife, or we could talk about the bushwalk that takes you through dangerous places. Is this part of where you get the thought of uh, you need a coach to reach your potential? Because there are going to be obstacles and there are going to be dangers along the way. Yes, uh, absolutely, Neil. Um, I think this is a, a, a test uh, of the physical resilience uh, of the person. Uh, you know, we... we, we uh, realize that uh, once they've accomplished uh, the bushwalk, which which may be an hour and a half, uh, you know, they can sort of see along the journey uh, uh, various things that open their minds and their hearts uh, to uh, uh, someone much bigger than themselves, which is God himself. And, uh, and of course, uh, you know, we, we only know the Father through the Son. So uh, we can uh, uh, cement and further that relationship with, with Jesus Christ. Um, I think part of the, uh, the, the, uh, the hearing and the listening is, is uh, so, so important because um, it's connected to our heart. And uh, and uh, I, I, I'll talk about uh, the word understanding, which uh, which uh, moves us into the area of wisdom, because I I, I firmly believe that uh, you know we have to look at the times that we're in, and uh, we have to look at um, uh, what's happening with the government and uh, how that's affecting uh, the people of Australia first. And then the other nations, uh, as as we can compare to, and um, and I, I I do believe that um, uh, we um, we need to uh, uh, f- have that wisdom to uh, to do th- to to conduct our business in such a way. And this is really what the the bushwalk coaching does. Uh, it's it's a matter of asking many questions, and uh, you know there are snags uh, in the jungle there are uh, uh, beasts uh, in the jungle but uh, but uh, these these snags can be overcome by asking questions coaching is simply asking many questions to uh, to let them find out uh, the answers and uh, and to uh, to resonate uh, on those answers and uh, and become uh, you know more confident uh, in in what they're doing let me ask you, Alan, let's come into, and I said uh, just before the break there, we're going to take this even deeper. Let me come to the uh, narrative that we'd read in the Gospels of the Emmaus Walk. Now, this is something of perhaps you might even say the most famous 
walk with the disciples that Jesus had. And and uh, I'm not sure whether you've got, uh, you know, a strong account of that walk because Jesus, you know, he comes up behind, I think it's Cleopas and another disciple, and they begin to walk together. But at this point, they hadn't recognized Jesus. Uh, but he goes through a process of revealing himself to them. Is this one of those walks that you reflect on from Scripture? Yes, we uh, we uh, certainly can do that, and uh, I, I believe that uh, that's the sort of revelation that uh, the business leaders really uh, need and want. Uh, you know, it's not just a um, a walk in the park; uh, it's something that um, that uh, we uh, uh, want to impart uh, some form. Uh, of revelation and um, I, I, I read from Proverbs 2 16 for the Lord gives wisdom from his mouth comes knowledge and understanding and, and I, I I believe that uh, those two disciples uh, had no understanding even though Jesus was resurrected and uh, he was walking that walk uh, with them and it wasn't until he broke bread uh, and um, and uh, uh, showed them uh, uh, who he who he was. So uh, uh, the word understanding um, comes about uh, by um, knowing the truth of who you are. And uh, and um, you know we we know in in scripture that uh, Jesus is the truth, the life, and the way. And uh, we we also uh, believe that understanding leads to uh, to wisdom. And um, you know, there's a um, there's a, a scripture in one Kings three eleven where Solomon uh, asked the Lord for an understanding heart and uh, and to discern justice. And uh, you know, I, I believe uh, uh, wholeheartedly that uh, deception uh, has really entered the world that we live in today, and uh, we are called to be very very close to the lord and to uh, and to uh, gain from him uh, the understanding of, of where we're going so yes uh, that uh, that particular scripture certainly resonates uh, with me and uh, and uh, that's the very thing that we uh, 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 plan to uh, uh, to do and uh, want to do uh, to um, uh, to those business leaders and let's let's uh, let's just take something into consideration i was speaking to a man from a men's shed and uh, he said um, it's, it's it's hopeless because uh, the men have been working for 40 years uh, these are leaders of many big businesses walk, working for 40 years and have no understanding of of uh, uh, what to do and um, and uh, and i think you know, we, we take, like what you said, we, we take uh, uh, family into consideration. We take, um, uh, you know, the, 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 uh, the children, the, the business, the business, uh, the business itself. Uh, uh, most businesses are in to make a profit, but we talk about uh, how to uh, uh, share those profits, how to serve one another in uh, in the service of the Lord, and uh, and I believe that uh, you know a, a, a kingdom style business because I I led a, a kingdom business group for about two years in Parramatta, uh, which is in uh, uh, Sydney, and um, 
and uh, you know it was a time of getting together and discussing the uh, the scriptures, but how how to uh, to run your business. So uh, so yes, that's that's something that does uh, that is very important. Interesting to make that uh, that understanding of deception uh, in this day and age, uh, having overtaken many, and not just people in business, but the, of course, uh, the, the general populace, uh, the Christian. Uh, when the Christian looks at uh, what's happening in the world today, we say, yes, there is a spirit of deception. So whenever you're working through those things and you want to have a kingdom mentality, a kingdom economy for your business, oftentimes, no doubt, it's going to take a coach to help you understand how to deal with that deception. Now, staying with the Emmaus Road for a few moments, uh, there were the disciples uh, walking along the road, two of them. Uh, Jesus comes and joins in. They don't recognize him straight away. Soon, though... Uh, he does open their eyes to see him. And there's a certain sense in which you've got this literal bushwalking journey and then a spiritual bushwalking journey. So for the person who's in business listening to us today or the person who's in leadership um, feeling, I don't think I need any sort of Christian coaching in my business, uh, what, you, what you're saying here makes a whole lot of sense. You actually do need the Christian coach to help you recognize which way you are going and how to walk uh, with Christ. Uh, how do you think about those sorts of issues there? And uh, particularly coming back to that Emmaus journey. Yes, I, I think that's uh, good. I, I, I know that uh, 60% of uh, business, uh, particularly small business, uh, are not achieving uh, their profits uh, that they they made uh, some years ago. And... Uh, and uh, and I think they've uh, got to stop and look at, at not trying to do things uh, in their own strength or in their own uh, uh, knowledge, but uh, but to uh, to look to uh, uh, to God Himself and uh, and find uh, find the answers there. Um, I, I I really I really believe that um, uh, in 2020, uh, uh, prophetically speaking, uh, the Lord spoke to me and said, you know, there is. Um, a time of of, uh, of of real deception entering the world, and and also uh, he mentioned adversity uh, toward Israel, which is really what's happening now. So, so um, I I believe we we, we can't just uh, you know stop at the fundamentals of business and uh, and and bring forth uh, our answers from that. We've got to uh, seek God, and this is really what He wants. He wants from us. He, he wants people to return to him, and he wants people to uh, to uh, you know to be passionate about uh, about who he is and uh, and and what he can do for this. For there's nothing that he cannot do that uh, that uh, we um, that we need to find these answers. So uh, so uh, as we uh, as we do the the bushwalking, uh, uh, yes, uh, the, the revelation. This is what I'm saying. The, the understanding people don't have the understanding it's very it's very lacking in the church today uh, understanding which actually leads to wisdom and um, and in that in that wisdom there are there are answers for for all of us and uh, and uh, you know so that that's uh, that's the that is the the, the true spirit 
that is uh, revealed and, and imparted to, to people on these uh, on these bushwalks. Interesting, isn't it, uh, that when you're a Christian in leadership or in business, uh, it's not just about uh, making a profit and leading a business in the way that a secular business leader might do that, uh, but you've also got the application of godly ethics in there. And uh, because, you know, a secular business person can say, of course I'm an ethical business person, but there's a difference, isn't there, between what are godly ethics and what you might just say is uh, using those ethics uh, just to get by or according to the law because there's something here there's there's a spirituality there's a godliness there's a calling on god uh, his ethics applied into business how do you see that well uh i i, I believe that um uh you know it's 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 not it it, it and I, I mean a kingdom business uh is is uh something that looks at uh, the community and uh, how how can we serve well the community and uh, my, my wife and I uh, head up a, a ministry called Key of David Ministries and, and we have an area which spans from North Parramatta to Blacktown and uh, there are nine regions in that area and uh, so we're looking at we're looking at involving uh, marketplace which is uh, which is kingdom business kingdom economy and the church uh, paul spoke in acts 17 17 he said i'm reasoning with the jews in the synagogues and the god-fearing gentiles and in the marketplace so there there is a picture of uh, of uh, how the kingdom should function and uh, and i believe that we need to look uh, and address the the poor the needy the widow the orphan and um uh you know those helpless people that uh, that uh, need to be looked at uh, probably first and uh, and then address the communities. Alan, come back to these bushwalks once again because one of the things I know that you try to achieve in the bushwalk at the start of a coaching program is the fact that you can achieve something together. Take us into what that means. Yes, I, I think it, uh, it it builds a sense of uh, confidence and uh, and uh, uh, opens the way uh, for understanding and, and also uh, uh, the receiving uh, of uh, any impartated revelation. So, uh, uh, so I, I do believe that it's uh, it's something that we um, uh, you know look at uh, very 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 carefully, and we, we just want to. Uh, um, uh, uh, put people to ease, and I think uh, uh, that that's that's the uh, the hospitality gift, if you like, of, of what what myself and uh, my wife has. Uh, normally, I lead these business meetings, but uh, um, uh, you know, we we have that gift of 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 just putting people to at ease, and uh, and and then just allowing allowing the Holy Spirit to uh, to lead us. So putting people at ease and that sense of hospitality and uh, if you've got some bushwalkers and some people might be reluctant bushwalkers uh, but others might be that might be their passion too no doubt uh, at the end of a bushwalk 
you've actually made a new friend uh, because you know if you're spending an hour and a half on a on a bushwalk, uh, you're going uphill and down dale. Uh, there's a new certain relationship that's forged in that initial get together. That's right, and uh, uh, there's a, a a sense of accomplishment uh, after the walk, and we uh, usually have a debrief uh, at a cafe and uh, share. Uh, each other's thoughts and uh, and maybe further uh, revelation and um, and then what we do is we uh, follow up uh, each business person over a, a seven week uh, program which is uh, uh, seven one hour sessions and these one hour sessions can be on zoom so it doesn't have to be face to face uh, it's good if it was face to face, or even, or even as a group, uh, do the whole five. But um, uh, what we what we find is that uh, we just do that one hour, and uh, that's where we uh, we look at identity, uh, fathering and sonship, commitment, courage, investing in your staff, turning your investment to get a good return, and then the growth of your business. So we, so we, so the the bushwalking. Uh, has, has sort of sets the stage for um, uh, for what we want to achieve after. And what we also do is we, uh, uh, you know, gather those names to to form a network, uh, so that they uh, the network can be uh, uh, tapped into, and uh, we can have uh, uh, things like masterminds um, uh, later on. But uh, uh, it's a uh, it's a um, a good way. Uh, of getting to know uh, each other. And like I say, uh, back to the men's shed example, uh, uh, men in business are, are basically lonely. And uh, basically they, um, you know, they're in, they're in search of, of uh, people of like mind and like spirit and, uh, and even intent on one purpose. And uh, so... Uh, so it's a, it's a good thing uh, to uh, to have them as a group to start with and then to uh, uh, to network at a later stage. So uh, let's talk through some of these things that you might cover as uh, a coach. Uh, and uh, you mentioned things like identity and character and wisdom and understanding. But there's something in here. Let's start with it, and this is that that sense of fatherhood and sonship. How important is that for the Christian believer and for the one who wants to be a part of a group and even happy to say, well, you know, I'm going to adopt a coach here to help me get the spirituality right for where I want to be in a kingdom sense, not just running business for running business sake. Give us an insight here into this fatherhood and sonship that that happens for leaders. Well, it's a it's a real favourite of mine. I mean, I'm I'm 67 years of age, and uh, my wife is the exact age as well. And uh, you know, we're looked upon uh, as fathers and and mothers uh, in the in the church. And uh, so, uh, Paul, the apostle Paul said, uh, there are many teachers or mentors, but fewer fathers. And uh, the problems that you have. Uh, in business, uh, lack of commitment, uh, productivity, uh, not knowing the vision and embracing this as being a part of, uh, lack of role models, uh, lack of ability to grow in business, uh, 
and have input and um, and young people uh, believe that the greatest problem with leadership today is that leaders do not take responsibility for their actions so the fathering uh, uh, i have we have my wife and i have uh, two boys uh, they're 29 and 26 and uh, the first thing that i said to both of them is i believe in you and uh, and and i i just uh, uh, believe that that's something that uh, all all people young or old uh, need to uh, have instilled in their mind and their spirit is that someone believes in them and uh, and and that and that no matter what they go through uh, that that thought is fixed it's a seed sown in earnest and um, and that uh, so that fathering and sonship is actually walking with um, uh, with the person uh, spending time, uh, which is a sacrifice in business. A lot of, a lot of business owners do not understand this fathering and sonship process. But uh, let me just say that uh, if if we do it right, uh, productivity will increase. Uh, 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 friendship in 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 business will increase. Uh, finding their pet potential and letting them know. I mean, that's the part of coaching. Uh, but but as a father would find uh, the potential and letting them know, encouraging their skills, talents and abilities and expressing, expressing the heart of the father, sharing his love and the power of his love. And one one example that comes to mind, I was uh, I went to I went to see our mechanic and uh, and this young uh, young man was uh, uh, taking off the rear uh, 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 light cover to to replace the bulb because it had blown and uh, and he was having difficulty well the the owner uh, came over and just helped him through that and uh, and i sort of thought wow that's a that's an example of fathering and sonship you know that's an example where where um, you know he's come out and uh, and walked this guy through it, and if he continues to do that sort of thing in, in business, that that young man will stay regardless of uh, money, uh, because you know he feels safe and secure and protected by that very covering, which comes back to the the uh, the keeping part in the garden where um, which. I think it's a, a Hebrew word, shama, which means watch, watch over, watchman, watchman. So, so the fathering and sonship uh, is is something that that uh, lacks in business. I I know uh, that sixty percent of business. This was this these were statistics about three or four years ago. Sixty percent of the business hate their job, and um, they don't they don't know now. I don't know what it's like with Christians in business. Uh, I believe that that um, there's always scope uh, for for the work there, but um, I, I I firmly believe that we need to uh, adopt this uh, role uh, and uh, and uh, and allow uh, just that father heart spirit uh, come into the place. So uh, fatherhood and sonship, and I know that there'd be some who are thinking, well, uh, hang on a second, Alan, how does this relate to my aspiration to make a profit? In fact, 
not just make a profit, to be, but be wildly successful in my business. Uh, so they've more than enough uh, overflowing uh, prosperity in that sense. And uh, what you've just done is I think you've just shared a gem because you've connected something amazing, the fatherhood of God and sonship and uh, just that wonderful illustration. But my thought was going to Jesus at his baptism and uh, and these words, this is my beloved son in whom I am well pleased. In yes, that, yes. We, we often can just sort of, oh, that's a nice throwaway line. That was nice that the father might say that of his son. But that's so powerful, isn't it? Because as we get a little older and uh, we become more in those fatherhood images, um, this is a very important uh, way of actually relaying the father heart of God into our business. Absolutely, uh, Neil, and uh, just uh, uh, just recapping what you just said, uh, God the Father uh, said that about Jesus before uh, he started his ministry, and uh, and he also said uh, on the Mount Transfiguration uh, the same words, but he said, "Listen to him," and uh, so uh, so. Uh, uh, you know, we we need to listen to uh, to each other, uh, particularly uh, in a staffing context, and uh, we need to uh, uh, you know pay attention uh, to uh, to each other's needs. But but from from a point of um, profitability, uh, productivity will will soar uh, if this principle was uh, approached uh, would absolutely soar, and uh, you would have a better uh, atmosphere within the the organisation, which would attract uh, others, would attract people. You know, people people delivering would say, "Oh, there's something about this place." You know, what is it? And uh, and it's that it's that father heart atmosphere. It's that it's that Holy Spirit presence that. Uh, that is uh, is 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 there. So uh, so uh, you know, there's 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 something that we've got to look away from. As I say before, the fundamentals of um, uh, of business and start looking at the way that God actually wants us to adopt our business. Profitability will soar. That might be music to the ears of some who occasionally will think, oh, we're talking about Christian principles in business. Uh, does, that, does that mean you have to uh, look at being less profitable? And I don't know that that is uh, ever the case. Hey, let's come to some of those uh, issues that you like to teach and coach leaders in. Uh, you mentioned things like identity and potential and character. Uh, let's start with that one identity, and we won't be able to spend a lot of time on these because time will be short, but but I, the identity of the leader, the identity of the Christian business leader, uh, what are your thoughts here? Well, let, 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 let me just start with the word understanding again because it actually means uh, observe, ponder, reason, learn, come to a conclusion. And uh, it's a Hebrew word that means all of those five things. And uh, these are the very things that uh, 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 encapsulate uh, uh, our heart. And, uh, and that's the basis of our identity. Uh, you know, truth defines who we are. 
and uh, and and people identity can't be your business you can't have your identity from your business or or from your wife or from your children it's something that that god uh, speaks about in truth and that's what your identity is so truth is who you are our identity is grounded in christ and it's his character that uh, does it now in the garden of eden uh, adam uh, fell because he did not understand fully the character of god and um, the effects it affects all that we think say and do in family and business so it's about relationships it's about relationships it's the responsibility of all leaders they are the heads of family they are the heads of business they are, are the heads of church um and um and i've spoken about the the uh, the man shared example of of uh, this is really a secular situation but uh, you know they join these men sheds and unfortunately they find more comfort with each other there than they do in a church and uh, you know why why is that so uh, rest uh, capital r e s t uh, having time for God and family and yourself. We need to have that rest. My wife and I celebrate the Shabbat, which is a, a messianic situation with the, with the Jewish people. And uh, we celebrate that on a Friday evening. And then Saturday, we have that day of rest where we go bushwalking. But I just want to just comment, because I know we don't have much time, but just uh, uh, around about the, the pandemic, the uh, COVID-19, uh, the Lord revealed to me that the uh, the church has actually lost its identity in Christ. It doesn't really know who it really is, and um, and I and I believe that if we adopt these uh, principles of uh, of identity and fathering and sonship uh, commitment, um, you know, uh, commitment. Uh, I'm, I'm writing a book about commitment at the moment and uh, and I believe that uh, it, it's it's challenged in the loyalties. It's challenged in your loyalties. We need to be accountable uh, to mentors and fathers, uh, uphold integrity and values. Um, vision, are we still on track? Um, so this is just a little bit about uh, about commitment and identity and fathering and sonship but um, i i uh, i believe that um, if we go into these things and i do uh, in an hour uh, for each uh, for each one if we go into these then i i, I believe that uh, and uh, people will be liberated uh, in their in their way of uh, adopting their business and uh, and uh, I believe they will uh, they will grow. We haven't uh, got much time for investing in your staff, but that comes back to relationships, taking time to encourage, and then turning your investment into a good return. That's a business uh, situation, income statement, cash flow statement, balance sheet, uh, how we work those things to uh, obtain the. The uh, the fundamentals of business. So so um, that's uh, that's basically uh, identity. Um, but uh, it's well, really 
We probably haven't got a lot of time to go through a whole lot no. of others on the list, and we knew we would only be able to just scratch the surface on some of those. Uh, right, but for yeah. uh, listeners today, uh, the thought of going on a bushwalk, I mean, uh, you don't have to have a coach to go on a bushwalk, but if you were interested to go on a bushwalk, uh, would you encourage people, because people listening to us all over the nation here, um, going on a walk with your pastor or your home group leader, or, uh, just, uh, you know, sorting things through, is it, you know, these sorts of ways that sometimes we can call on the expertise of others. We know that others have expertise, a useful thing for whatever setting people might find themselves into to just uh, embellish and nurture those relationships with leaders, uh, to be able to, you know, in their own church and their own business community, to be able to uh, to increase those things. You did mention that you're doing a whole lot of these two on Zoom. So for people listening to us wherever, they can connect with you too, Alan. Uh, let yes, me give the, the Reliance Leadership website, reliance-leadership.com.au reliance-leadership.com.au we did mention you're based in Sydney so for uh, everyone else around the nation uh, connecting with you and uh, doing some Zoom calls may be an option but reliance-leadership.com.au Alan Thompson uh, just uh, great getting your insights Uh, all the best as things continue to grow with your Uh, coaching program and uh, with bushwalking as that first uh, encounter with the business people that you're working with. Uh, Thank you so much for sharing these insights with us today on 2020. Yes, uh, thank you, Neil. And um, I I really uh, believe it's an honour to uh, actually serve uh, uh, in this area. And um, and I'm I'm delighted to uh, have been given the opportunity. So thank you very much. Thanks for taking time to listen to this audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. To find out more about us, go to vision.org.au.